Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Color Conversations, a safe place to talk about race and all things in between. Um, I am your co-host, Pastor Keenan Tyler, Keenan Tyler, uh, Pastor Cedars of Lebanon, Coastal Shore, Seventh-day Adventist Church. I'm excited about today. Uh, uh, my co-host, Gary Coast, can you always introduce yourself, please? Hey, everybody. Good to see you all again. Um, welcome again to another episode of Colored Conversations. I am uh, Pastor Trevor Kinlock, the pastor <laughs> of the... <laughs> um, the pastor, leader of the um, Metropolitan Seventh-day Adventist Church in Hyattsville, Maryland. Amen. And well, pretty glad to be here. Excited about our conversation today. Oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. So we have we have some special guests with us. So, Doc, who do you have with you today? All right. This is my better half. This is my girlfriend. This is the love of my life, um, Carlene Kinlock. Um, my wife and uh, we are blessed to be together by the grace of God for November will make 17 years of marriage. Um, it's amazing. I feel like we just walked down the aisle. So, um, Keenan, it's just been been you and me, you know, doing these colored conversations for the most part, just the fellas. I thought it was time to kind of show the uh, our brighter half, our better half. So this is everybody, my better half. This is my beautiful wife, Carlene. Amen. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Amen. And this is my lovely wife, love of my life, love of my life, Ebony. Ebony Tyler. Yes, indeed. Come on, smile for the folk. <laughs> and so we're going on 20 years of marriage in a few, few months. I can't believe it. Wow. We got married, what, at like 12? So 20 <laughs> years of marriage. <laughs> you know, so. so All my life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So well, I'm just I'm just so glad, uh, Carlene, um, my, my dear, that y'all able to you know do this with us. So we're gonna have some fun. We're gonna have some fun today. All right. So so for all everyone that's watching, you know, the prayer is that this can bless, um, bless someone, bless somebody's marriage, and uh, so we're just really excited. So preacher, I'm gonna actually turn it over to you for absolutely. Let, let's have a word of prayer, everyone. Yeah, please. Father in heaven, we thank you, O oh God. You're a good God. You're great to us. And we thank you for life and that more abundantly. We thank you for the blessing of how you bring two together. And we just ask, dear God, that you would guide us as we just have um, a fun um, conversation just about love and marriage and relationships. So we thank you again. Um, in Jesus' name, amen. 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 So you got the first question. Okay. All right. Well, well, let's let's go in, everybody. Again, um, this is our color conversations, conversation on love and marriage. And um, so we we just want to ask a couple questions and, and get it started um, and, and ask our wives um, how wonderful of a husband they think that we are. Um, so so that'll be broadcast to everybody. Why, why are you laughing? So, they're, they're laughing in agreement. That's, that's <laughs> what that is. All right. So um, for, first of all, I, I want to ask you, um, Preacher, as well as um, Ebony, I want to ask you guys, um, just in your opinion, what, what do many people not understand about marriage? Hmm. Or what do people get mixed up about marriage or what are some of the mis misconceptions about marriage, just in your view? You want to tackle that, Dave? No. No? Okay. Well, some people think it's a game. Like it's, it's marriage is serious. It's serious business. It's nothing to, to play around with. Um, when you go into marriage, you know, and I didn't know this because I got married at 24. My wife was 21. 
we didn't know this when we were young, but it's a it's a sacrifice. This your whole being, um, you know. So you if you're gonna if you're gonna do life this life commitment with someone, you have to really like really be willing to die to your needs, mm. self, you know. And so many go into marriage thinking this person is going to they were called to make me happy, mm-hmm. and you're setting yourself up for failure. You know, of course you have some happy times, but it's not that person, it's not my wife's responsibility to make me happy. Mm-hmm. You know, dealing with her has made me holy. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and vice versa, and vice versa. But <laughs> but but um that's um that's I think a lot of people get that that because I mean, you know, I do counseling, some people say, well, my needs are not being met. You know, I'm a I'm a leave, I'm a leave. Like, no, that's that's not what. When you sign up, you right. sign up, die. But but now, what day you want to piggyback on it? I just sound so bleak. Uh, <laughs> yeah, give us some hope then. Give us some hope. <laughs> I mean, I didn't sign up to die. I'll say that. Um, and I, there may have been some misconceptions early on, you know, because you watch the rom coms and you watch, you know, things on TV, and there's this big wedding and a honeymoon and everybody lives happily ever after with like 2.3 kids. But um, so I think that that's definitely true. Like we get, sometimes we take that as fact when, I mean, it can be a reality, right? But then we don't show the parts in between um, the valleys and and the valleys I think mm-hmm. are, are the part that people yeah. feel like, well, why is this happening? You know, and, and it's gonna come uh, you know, and I think that just being aware of them and having a strategy in place when they do come, we don't plan for that. We just we, we plan for the bliss. We don't mm-hmm. plan for right. the other part of it. Yeah, yeah, that's deep. Yeah, you that's, need a safety that's plan for your, for your marriage. Wisdom, you know? wisdom, awesome. So you too. So what about from your end? What do many people not understand about marriage? What do y'all two think? Yeah, preacher, it, it's something you you took the words out of my mouth when you said sacrifice, um, and and that's what is demanded with marriage. Um, so I, I guess to not ditto you, I would say um, the work that is involved in marriage. Um, mm-hmm. You know, marriage does require like effort and intentionality. Like if you just like come into it and kind of blase, like okay, expect a relationship is just going to should should prosper and should blossom it's not going to do that naturally. It's like a garden. If you don't tend the garden, if you don't put the work in um, to the relationship, if you don't give the attention to to your spouse um, and, and put that in um, and, and provide for the needs, um, it it can it can really, you know, turn into something ugly. Um, so I, I would say, you know, I, when you are in that courtship stage, um, pre-marriage, you're kind of thinking, you know, everything's floating on the air. You're thinking all is going to be well. Um, mm-hmm. And then you may be hit with the reality of life and real life of living with somebody. And that can be jarring and shocking for some people, you know, um, if you are not prepared to understand that marriage is like doing life with somebody mm-hmm. else um, in the highs, the lows, the in-betweens, the everything. And that that doing life requires work, a whole lot of work. It, it can, when you put in the work, it's, it's beautiful. Um, but it's, if you don't put in the work, it can be painful. Mm-hmm. What about you, Colleen? You got anything? Um, I think that sometimes um, people can miss the point of the 
mar of a marriage being a, a a covenant relationship rather than a contract. I remember the first time one of my girlfriends and I were out and we were talking with um, this guy and he was saying how marriage is a contract and I had never heard anybody refer to it that way, but he was serious. He meant like, we're going to make this agreement and if, you know, live up to these terms, then, then it's over. And that was not my view of marriage. It, it, it's deeper. It's um, spiritual um, commitment. It's and, and it's a promise mm -hmm. to one another and to God. Yeah. Um, so I think sometimes um, we can get wrong about, Ebony said, you know, the commitment. Um, it goes beyond what makes you happy or what, you know, the feel goods, um, but it, it really is uh, for better or for worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's beautiful, just that whole commitment you know, and, and to God and to each other. And just, just as you said that, Carly, I'm just thinking too, you know, what, what would both of you, anybody, what, what would y'all say to someone who is not a, has not surrendered their life to Christ and it is going to say, I'm, I'm going to get married. Um, um, what advice would you give that person? Yeah, if, if I'm speaking to someone who, you know, no spiritual connection, no interest in a spiritual connection, then I really am just going to speak about the seriousness of having a successful relationship and what mm -hmm. it takes to have a successful relationship. And to do that, it means preparation, building the right foundation. And it would be important for you to sit down with a marriage therapist and do premarital counseling. You know, before you buy a car, you do your research, you kick the tires, you do all of that. Um, certainly, you know, getting in a relationship to marry someone is, is far more important than that and requires the necessary time and intentionality to get to know that person, to have an impartial um, counselor sit before you and kind of help process you all and talk through some things and give you some counsel. Um, so that's what I would, you know, encourage anybody that is, um, you know, considering marriage is to make sure, do yourself a favor. And then, then I talk about the statistics, which is that those couples that actually do have premarital counseling and do take the time to do premarital counseling before getting married have a far greater rate of marriage survival and a far lower uh, rate of divorce. So, um, the best thing that you can do for your marriage, um, if you are, you know, engaged or thinking about getting married, is make sure to get premarital counseling. Mm -hmm. Amen. And I would say, give your life to Jesus. Surrender <laughs> your heart to Christ, mm -hmm. like fully, because it, yeah. like Colleen said, it's a spiritual thing. Yeah. It's a. It, I mean, it's it's really you need Jesus to help you. Yeah. I don't know how people do marriage without God. Right. 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 Yeah, that 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 one for sure, preacher. Like, if they're open to spiritual things, and now I think yeah, we, we cut out there for for just a second. But but yeah, it's a spiritual covenant, and like, there's no way. Like, I'm selfish. We are born in sin and shaped in iniquity, yeah. and the only way for me to, you know, this is essentially what marriage is. You're taking two sinners. Two selfish people and then telling them to you know putting them in a house together uh giving them a budget and telling them to do life together and make it work mm -hmm. and the reason why that it tends to explode all the time is because i'm sinful and i'm selfish it's only the power of christ that comes in me to teach me how to sacrifice to die to myself and to become who 
my wife or my spouse needs needs me to be. Right. And I, and I just I know we got other questions, but I just want to that that's so important right there. Mm. That's that's so important. You know, in Colossians chapter three, Colossians chapter three, right? Paul says, husbands, love your wives. Then essentially wives respect your husbands. Mm -hmm. And some people read that like, man, I can't do that. Oh, my wife, she's not doing her part. You know, we're not having sex the way we used to. Mm -hmm. She's not feeling fulfilling my needs. I'm not doing, I'm not going to do anything. And vice versa. My needs are not being met. I'm not doing, I'm not doing nothing. Right. But I always tell people when you go to Colossians, if you go back to the beginning, Paul is talking about Colossians chapter three. He's talking about people who have died in Christ. So if we're dead in Christ, how much? How many needs do we have? How many needs does a dead person have? Don't look up. Come on, for <laughs> real, for real. Seriously, seriously. So if you're dead in Christ, it's not about your needs. Like man, my needs not being met. But I still gotta love my wife. But I think that's a mature place. Oh, that's the only way to do it, right? But but to their original question was so if you don't have Christ, like that's at you're at to to understand that verse. Yeah. <laughs> to understand that verse, right. you have to be mature. That's right. On multiple levels, because on the surface, like mm -hmm. right out the gate, yeah. I don't understand that. Right. You know. Mm -hmm. Like, if I'm being honest, I don't understand that. Like, you can't make that make sense to me. That's know? why the counselor comes. And that's why I tell somebody, if you're not a Christian, hold off on the marriage. Don't don't rush. Don't rush. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm, always, I'm almost close to saying, hey, if you ain't got God in your life, why even get married? That's a whole nother story. That's a whole nother story. We'll move to the second question. We'll move to the second <laughs> It says, says here, what, what impact has the pandemic had on your marriage? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one, preacher. Um, I'll let my wife jump in on that one. I'll follow her. <laughs> um, the pandemic, though difficult um, for the country and many who lost loved ones, um, there were blessings in it as well, especially initially with the shutdown. It just allowed us to pause, just put the brakes on, the running, the schedules, the being hither, thither, and thon, just just so much going on. Mm -hmm. um, we were, when we were newlyweds, before we had children, we both worked from home. We had all the time in the world together. <laughs> mm -hmm. And Great it life. was a reminder of that to be at home with one another again. And yes, the children were here all the time, but <laughs> it was um, a wonderful uh, refresh. Um, Sabbaths became Sabbaths again, rest and connection. We uh, got to have morning worship again because we're both not up at four and one headed this way and one headed the other way. Um, so it was, it, it has been since we are still in a pandemic, but especially the beginning parts of the pandemic mm -hmm. were um, especially a blessing yeah. for our marriage. Yeah, I, I think we have, um, we, we've laughed with each other because we've looked at, and you guys know, like the last five, six years have been a more intense time just for us, just season of life, all, you know, from grief to 
you know, issues with uh, when our youngest, or, yeah, when Ava was born, um, and then just a number of other things that just were happening one after the other. So it literally was by the time we got to the pandemic, the pandemic, as as horrible as it was, you know, in so many other spaces, that was probably like the easiest part of the last five six years that that we've we've been walking through, and it just like set the slowdown button, downshifted, and gave us that opportunity to connect, to talk. I mean, we're eating three meals together as a family, you know, all all those things. So it was. Um, in that respect, you know, it, it definitely was a, a blessing, I think, for, for our marriage, for the slowdown. And we, we just had another episode. We're still in this, this pandemic. And uh, so, so we tested positive um, a couple weeks ago, um, COVID positive. And by the grace of God, we were all well, you know, praise God, vaccinated, boosted, et cetera. But, um, the you know, again, it felt like, you know, 2020 again, can't go nowhere. We're on quarantine. So it's just life is slowed down again we're not ripping and running so um in that respect it has shown me again as a pastor how vital the rest is you know for relationship and for family so that's that that's kind of been some of uh, my my experience with it that's great that's good what about you i mean i think initially you know all the same things right? Sabbath felt like Sabbath again, because more often than not, you were running, right? From thing to thing, um, to churches. So in this case, from church to church. Um, but there was also this weird space because we were, weren't really working from home. And so at the beginning of the pandemic, it was like, everybody is here all the time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, there's nowhere to go. Literally, you can't go anywhere. <laughs> like, you can't even go to Target and just walk around the aisles because right, right. it's, it's just scary to do that. So I think there was like this, this reset that had to happen because we were so accustomed to running and kind of like <clears throat> scheduling time and passing in the night. Mm -hmm. So it was like you had to get acquainted with each other again. Um, and it was good because we established some new routines, some new um, some new norms, some new mm -hmm. traditions. You know, one of yeah. the things I heard y'all were working out together. For a little bit, yeah. We were we were working out. Um, he's trying to kill me with box jumps and things and um, <laughs> we'll work out, work out. Yeah. <laughs> we started going to the beach every Sabbath as a family. That was that was like our it, it was snowing, raining, 100 degrees. That became our every Sabbath tradition just, just to get out the house. And we've lived, I've lived here 30 years. I went to the beach more in the last two years than I have my whole life. Yeah, just look at that. So we reestablished, you know, some good habits and established, you know, some normalcy in a very chaotic life. So there's mm -hmm. things that you can now count on. Like we knew no matter what was happening, that these things were going to happen. We, we date night got back on the calendar this year like mm -hmm. i'm not sure it was ever on the calendar <laughs> but, yeah, it wasn't consistent. but we now have a day you know a day night and so those were just things that kind of out of the the necessity of like some normalcy and just this not abundance of time but you know having more consistent schedules allowed us to do and so it's been a blessing mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. okay okay oh, give them hope give them hope give them hope 
Yeah, yeah. Listen, um, Ebony, something that you said, I think it leads into what I want to ask the both of you. You guys are like a ministry couple. Your husband's a pastor. You're married to a pastor. And this is interesting because your husband felt the call to ministry um, after you guys were married. So um, kind of shifting into that was, was, was something, you know, for the both of you. But um, talk to us about just what are some of the challenges that you've experienced, um, you faced, you know, with marriage and ministry. What, what's that been like? I'll let you go. <laughs> you know, it's not the same challenges that it was 10, 12 mm. years ago in the right. beginning, because some of those challenges were just a matter of adjusting, you know, because like you said, when we got married, that, it, that wasn't our life. Right. And so we had lived several years and then it became our life, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think the challenges now are just really around priorities mm -hmm. and, and, and keeping the main thing, the main thing in our home. Um, and then making sure that other people see that consistency from us and respect those priorities and those boundaries. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to feel this weird thing, you know, early on where there was an expectation of, you know, the first lady. Um, but we had small children, you know, you guys have small children. Mm -hmm. Um, and so where you feel bad sometimes because you're not right. doing things or you can't do things. Mm -hmm. And I don't feel that now at all. Right. Like, right. There's, right. there's no nothing you can say to me that's, that's going right. to make me feel like, Dad, well, maybe I can figure it out. Like, no, mm -hmm. no. That's um, right. And that took some time to get there. Yeah. Um, but I think that, you know, going into a new church, you know, it's like you're kind of having to walk into the doors and, and set those things up front so that people mm -hmm. don't get it twisted. Like, I, I don't know what you're last pastor did or what the last first lady did, but um, God bless them. But this is, you know, what I'd have to do for myself. Mm -hmm. um, and people still have, will have issue, you know, and they mm -hmm. may say things. And I haven't, matter of fact, I went to this church this past Sabbath and the, and the person greeting me said, I haven't seen you all of 2022. <laughs> it's like, you're right. Happy Sabbath. <laughs> 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 and um it's just because that's just how life has it's been. Right. And right. you know, I can support from the wings and I can pray for him. And yeah. but I think as a family, and he and Kina's done a good job, he's doing a better job um of of being on the same page in that sense. It's mm -hmm. great. It's awesome. Awesome. And I th thank you, Ebony, for being real with that and really talking about expectations. And um, I know we're in the ministry life of expectations, but I know there are others that are out there that are watching. And the expectations game is in different fields as well. Um, and it really is about managing that and guarding your relationship as, as much as possible. So it, it's, it's a continuing challenge, but it's amazing to hear the maturation and how you kind of grow through that to now you're at a sound, stable, and confident place of not that I don't love people, but... I'm not here to please and meet everybody's expectations. I recognize that I've got to love my husband, love my spouse, got to take care of my, my foundation, my home. And then I'm going to minister as the Lord puts it in me and to who he asked me to, to minister to. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Brooke, Brooke, I'll let you more here from Kwame. 
Well, well anyway, preacher, you, you didn't answer the question. I didn't. <laughs> or what are some of the challenges you face with marriage and ministry? With marriage and ministry, hmm. What's some of the challenges? Well, of course, you know, is um, you know, having a child with special needs. So, you know, I'm I mean, it's just things that you can't do, just right. can't do it. So just gotta accept it. So I knew that as early on. <clears throat> this bottom line, just can't I can't at the end of the church, I can't say hi to everybody. Sometimes right. I try, but I can't just gotta mm -hmm. go, you know. So that's 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 probably the biggest um that's probably the biggest mm -hmm. challenge. Mm -hmm. You know, sure. so I like man, I would do that if my daughter, I would do that, but I can't because I yeah. just just can't. So that's yeah. probably that's the biggest, the biggest, biggest um uh challenge with Certainly. ministry and oh, yeah. family. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Carly. <laughs> um I think it has shifted a little bit when when we got married. Um Trevor was a pastor, but I was coming into this world. Um, but I was just being me and I didn't know or feel it necessary to be the pastor's wife or the stereotypical pastor's wife. I am in love with the pastor. He is a pastor, but um, just being me and continuing to be me um, and then moving well you know when you're married and you don't have children you have a lot more free time to be able to be involved in different um, uh, ministries that you feel the Lord called you to or called mm -hmm. me to and then when we moved to a new church um, we were in a different season of life um, seasons coming together mm -hmm. and I did not have the same time as you mentioned young children um, being in a different space as well um, and just uh, it was just different to not be able to connect in the way that I made that I was able to previously <laughs> um, before you know our world turned upside down mm -hmm. so it was it, that that's been a bit challenging mm -hmm. um you know you all are like family to us mm -hmm. um and we got time to get to know you and all of that and then coming to a new environment you want to be able to have those same mm -hmm. um experiences um and they they the church is loving and wonderful um it just takes more time because yeah the littles need you and <laughs> um, healing um, from grief had to take place and all that kind of stuff too. So I found those things a little bit challenging. And then I guess just the time factor mm -hmm. when we're running and thankfully, you know, a lot more meetings are on Zoom these days. Thank so <laughs> Thank still at the church at, Thank you know, God. 11 o'clock at night um, mm. um, <clears throat> and not having to travel six hours to and from um, meetings, um, but still trying to navigate the, the time factor. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Carly, one thing that you said that resonated with me, um, which was kind of different for me when Keenan first 
officially got hired, I I did I was not necessarily being myself. You know, I think there was like this inclination to try to be like a first lady. <laughs> and um not that I've never heard this. Well, and not that I knew that what that was, you know, because there was criticism. There was always criticism. Always, always, always. Um, you know, and and if I wore pants or I, I had criticism on like the height of my heel, I remember someone saying like it was too high, and and there was all of these things I being said, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, and I didn't, and it was confusing because you know, it, it coming coming out of a church into the Adventist church where, you know, I truly be believe like, you know, literally just love God, love people. Like that's it. You know, mm -hmm. um, it was, it was contradictory to me and I, and I struggled with that. And I, and if I'm honest, it's only probably been like the last five or six years that I was finally just like, look, look guys, <laughs> like <laughs> it was going to coastal too. There was a little bit of like, you know, relaxing of, of, trying to fit us a mold, so to speak, um, where I'm like, this is just who I am. Like, I, I may not look like, you know, what you think I should look like, but this is, this is me. And, and having to believe that there's a reason that I'm, that I'm standing next to my husband and, and supporting this capacity and not because, you know, you put me here or because, I have a wear kitten heels or, you know, <laughs> hats or not, you know? So yeah, I just wanted to, cause that resonated with me. It was, it was a struggle early on, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, and it really is about managing those expectations and becoming comfortable in yourself with, with them again. Um, I remember Carlene and I having that conversation. I don't know if it was when we were engaged or when we got married, um, and she asked me, she was like, what are your expectations of me? You know, when it comes to, you know, being mm -hmm. in ministry and all that other stuff. I said, um, to love me, you know, and to love God. Um, if you love me, you know, as your husband, then you love God. Or of course, love God and love me. I think that that's, that's the order. But if, if you do that, you know, you're going to, you're, you're going to minister, you're going to do what God calls you to do. And I'm not, not worried about that. So I'm not looking for you to, um, have this position to join this ministry to this, that, and the other. Um, my wife was always involved in church ministries and leading and doing all kinds of different things as the Lord impressed her. And um, when we got married and went to um, our first church together, she was not involved in, you know, the church activities because she was trying to feel her way out. And, and I was good with that. <laughs> I remember somebody coming um, to her and to me, I was like, um, we, we need you to um, teach the, uh, direct the children's choir. And uh, <laughs> now they, they didn't know her. They didn't know if she sang. They didn't know if she did anything with music, but it was just kind of like, yo, she should, she's a pastor's wife. She should be leading the children's choir. So of course um, she did not lead the children's choir. Of all the mm -hmm. ministries she did get involved in, she did not do that. Um, but, but anyway, you know, I, I think managing those expectations and being all right with, with saying no and whatever people want to think is what they want to think. Um, we know who we got to answer to, to each other, and we got to answer to the Lord. But um, Preacher, just on that challenging issue of marriage and ministry, if I were to answer that, it is a continuing challenge for me, um, just the, the juggle and the balance um, and trying to get the balance right. Um, and it's so hard because life keeps changing. 
So like when we were first in ministry, life was a certain way, you know, we're just newlywed. Okay, we can balance that. You know, people don't know us, so we got our time, blah, blah, blah. But then as things change, you get kids, you get older, move different church. And then, you know, <clears throat> when the Lord put school, you know, on my agenda as well, it was like, okay, now how am I going to do these things? Um, mm -hmm. You didn't call me into school to fail. Um, you've called me to shepherd this congregation and love the people. And I'm here to love the people. And I'm going to do that. Um, but then now I got my wife, but then I got now two children. So I'm not going to drop Carlene. I'm not going to drop Kayla. I'm not going to drop Ava. So that has been the constant challenge um, for me, you know, in ministry is making sure that I'm prioritizing Carlene, giving her her time, prioritizing my girls and making sure I'm spending the time with them. It is always in the back of my head, preacher, what I've always seen with so many preachers and pastors, families, you know, that, you know, either their marriage falls apart or their kids leave the church because of what they've seen. And I'm like, God, I know you didn't call me in this to lose my the one that you gave me. And I know you didn't call me in this for my children to um, to not know you and to run away from you. So um, I guard that, I'm serious about that, um, but I don't use that as an excuse not to do my work and not to, not to you know, not to pastor. So uh, th that balance is, I I'm still juggling it, preacher. Yeah, yeah, that's good, that's good. Yeah, keep, keep wrestling, we all gotta, we all gotta do that. But I like the whole thing of what you said, um, just, um, well, maybe you didn't say it, but you alluded to it, just setting boundaries. You know, knowing when to say no, you know, you can't do everything. And it, and it's okay. And it's for anybody that's listening. Mm -hmm. Not right. even through a ministry, just life period. It's okay to say no. It's okay to say, I need a break. It's okay if you start something, say, you know what, I just can't do this. It's it's, it's okay to get some self-care, you know, and do what you got to do for, for yourself and for your home. Because if not, you're going to burn yourself out, you know, um, yeah, so that's that's good. That's good. So, so I guess the the question's on me now. Um, uh, what what is one thing? Well, I got two part question. What is mm -hmm. one thing? What's one thing? Good thing that you could say about your spouse, and one good thing that you could say about your marriage right now. Who are you asking, me or Carlene? <laughs> uh, okay, all right, I'm, I'm, I got it. Um, one, one good thing about, about my spouse, um, the one thing, there's so many, but one thing that I enjoy that I love about her is her personality. Um, she is life. She's exuberant. She's fun. Um, and that's what <clears throat> I was attracted to her for. And that's who she continues to be. So she, uh, she balances out my more seriousness. Um, and she, she helps me to have, have the laughter and the fun. She, she's the fun, you know, side of the, of the relationship. And I'm, I'm glad that that's who she is. I'm glad that that's who she's been. Um, and I see that's, you know, um, who God put in my life. So, um, I, I love those aspects uh, about her personality. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> um, there are many factors Trevor Kinlock but he touched on one of them which was um, that even when we were dating I've always been a priority and he's made that clear from the jump and I truly appreciate that um, he always says he says 
or has said, because it only took one time for him to say it, and I have to remind myself sometimes, but we were we were saying something, I think we were having a disagreement. He was like, I'm always thinking about you. I'm always thinking about you and what you would need or want or da da da. And that has stuck with me. And there are times where if I might be feeling feeling a certain way or a different way, but I will pause and say, he's always thinking about me. And I appreciate that. And I see how that is manifested. So, so Preacher, you also asked about um, what thing did we um, like about the relationship? Yeah, what's one good thing in your marriage? <clears throat> so the one good thing that, you know, I think I've enjoyed from our dating time, um, and we had to kind of date on the DL because I was pastor and all of that. And, um, you know, the saints sometimes like to be in all of the business. Um, and so to be able to kind of get the privacy and particularly when you're in, you know, we were in the DC metro area, very visible area. So when it's going out to date, anybody sees you, then they trying to, you know, blast, put, put it on spot before you've even had a chance to kind of establish the relationship. So we kind of had to be a little on the DL, you know, um, just to get to know each other, you know, dating initially and what, I loved um, about Carlene was like, yo, we could be doing nothing or we could be doing something. Mm -hmm. And it was just, she was good. She was like, she, she did, I didn't have to take her on a trip around the world. I, whatever we did, she was good with that. And, you know, since that time, God has blessed us to be able to do a whole lot of things and travel and have a whole lot of fun together. Um, but the great thing has been, we can do that or we can be in a pandemic for two years stuck with kids and still find some times just to enjoy, you know, chilling together. You know, we could just be sitting in a room, not even talking, but just, she's so easy with whatever. Um, I thank God I don't have like a high maintenance somebody. This is my ride or die. <laughs> whatever we doing, she, she, she's down for it. So I, I love that about our relationship, Preacher. Um, great about our marriage now. Um, I think that, and I know, you know, 16 years in, we've got a long way to go. So, you know, as some people say, keep living, but- um, <laughs> Found the victories while we got them. 16, but a lot yes, of folks don't make it there. I will celebrate the fact that <clears throat> there, we've, we've, we've been through a lot of life mm -hmm. as you all have. Mm -hmm. um, and we're still happy to happily married. <laughs> happily together and have our marriage has even been stronger. I remember when we first got engaged and we were talking about, you know, where our love was then and how it would continue to grow as the longer we were married. And I, I truly have seen that mm -hmm. and we have experienced life, you know, <laughs> We have experienced the highs and the joys, and we have experienced some low lows. Mm -hmm. And the low lows um, that were not internal lows, they were, you know, came upon us, um, just made, I could see his love and commitment to me even all the more so. And I think that has just continued to deepen and grow at the same time. So the roots are getting stronger and deeper and deeper. And I know we have many more 
years to go, but for the 16 years that we've had, I'm, I'm grateful that it just continues to be fun, to be love, to be a blessing. Um, yeah, were, were we throwing that one back at you? Did, did you guys answer that one? Benediction after that. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So, um, so yeah, my dear. Um, one good thing about your spouse, and one good thing about your marriage. Now we only have about we don't have that much time, so just one thing. <laughs> well, if if you insist, that was a joke. Let me okay. just think of one thing. Um, <laughs> No, I'm talking about for me, my time. I'm just for me. I don't, I don't you know, we're good. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, I think one thing that has been consistent and good uh, in the sense of like, you know, I really appreciate it is probably your connection um, and how important, how important, you know, your relationship is with Jesus and then the extension of that, like your, your prayer life. Um, and that doesn't necessarily like, you know, something that you do for me, but I know that, that it is still for me. Does that make sense? Like, mm -hmm. you know, I joke with him and just tell him how holy he is, but like, it's, <laughs> it's a joke, but it's really like, a, um, I, I really appreciate it, you know, because mm -hmm. you could be doing a lot of other things, you mm -hmm. know, besides getting up at 4.30 in the morning to pray for hours for the entire church, the world, our family, my friends, and everybody else. But it's such a, it's, I don't say it like often. I don't say like, thank you, but it's just who he is it's just who you this is who you are like it's just in the fiber of his being um and it's not for show it's not for people you know he's not praying long prayers just to get noticed like this is what you know it's who you are mm -hmm. and um and i think that makes the difference um and continues to make the difference in our lives and so i, I truly appreciate that about you um, and that kind of spills into the other question of like our marriage, you know, because when we've hit them, those valleys and we're like clawing to get out of them, it's like, I know that that anchor yeah. is, is what is going to get us through, you know, mm -hmm. and has gotten us through. So, mm -hmm. um, and then also just, you know, his, his commitment to, to our children, you know, which again, that's an extension of us because we, we've we had babies since the beginning of our marriage, but there was never like downtime. We were like mm -hmm. just doing ourselves. And so just that commitment to all the hard times, like just today we had to go to CVS to get Amaya her booster and I couldn't do it alone. So I'm like, can you get here? And he's like, how, you know, cause we only have one car right now. And he hopped in a car with one of our members and got to the, to CVS and you know we had a double team Amaya and you know but that's those moments where we're working together and we're constantly having to work together really make all of this much more 
um, bearable, you know, mm-hmm. the good and the bad. So yeah, yeah, it's, it's a blessing. Yeah. You're a blessing. Oh, praise the Lord. That's so sweet. No, I mean, well, well, for me, you know, and first of all, thank you, my dear. Uh, uh, for me, I pray, but I pray that much because I'm broken and I'm messed up and I need Jesus. Like, I really, really need Jesus. I don't pray that to be holy. I pray because I need God. Well, I know that, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> Like I really, really need God. Like really, really need God. I probably need to pray even more, you know. Um, so yes, yeah, so that's why. That's why I do that. Uh, but but one good thing about my wife, oh man, where where I begin? I just keep the the. My wife is thorough to the hundredth power. You love that about her. Thorough, thorough. I it, I it's a, I have a love hate relationship. <laughs> With her thoroughness, I'm talking about there are questions that I would have never thought of that she asked. Hey, what about this? I was like, I don't, I never even thought about that. <laughs> like, who even asked that question? But she is extremely thorough and uh, she keeps us, you know, it's like a well oiled machine, you know, when it comes to, to the household. I think it's just a compliment. Mm-hmm. We compliment each other. Such a balance, you know. Yeah. She helps me out with, with, I mean, just about, just about everything, with, with the exception of preaching. You know, maybe, maybe that's the problem. I need to ask her help. <laughs> but I mean, help, help me with everything, you know. And um, and and I mean, I love it and hate it. I love it when I need it, but as she know, sometimes when it's, too, I'm like, come on, just chill, just come on, chill. You don't need to know every single detail of that thing. But uh, but she said, yeah. but that's what I I just love so much, uh, so much about her, you know. Uh, I really really I mean she helps with my my family reunion, you know. I was like I was like what what I, I need help, so she even helped like putting my family reunion together. Mm-hmm. Union, she don't have to do that, but she does. She goes all out, as you all know. She goes all out with everything she puts her hands yep. on, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, people they feel her impact on her job, church, whatever she touches. People know that that she has been there. You know, um, yeah. And she always say that I'm uncoachable. You know, <laughs> that I don't I don't listen to her advice, but I do. Listen. I do listen. I just, I just put it in your in my own way. I'm listening. I'm listening. Yeah. You know. But and as far as the marriage is concerned, one one good thing about our marriage, I think that after all of these years, um, just I just I've seen myself really just enjoy. Just being with my wife and her presence, you know, um, just 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 really enjoy. I mean, the pandemic um, it started off a little rough for us. It wasn't mm-hmm. all sunshine and rainbows. Mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. we went to marital counseling when it when it first started. You know, uh, we we were we were at it. We at each other like, and I, I'm a therapist, but that that don't mean nothing, you know. Um, but mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. But I mean, since then we got on we got back on track, and the Lord has blessed. Um, and just just enjoy being being around her, you know. Um, just like hanging out with her. Sometimes she go do watch movies. I don't even like the stuff. I like, you know what? Just gonna go just to hang out with her. And yeah. Know, whack, but yeah. I, I go. I'll the movie next time, but I go hang on out. You know. Um, so so that's that's what I'm what I'm. Yeah. What I'm yeah. Enjoying. 
Yeah, yeah, that's good, preacher. I, I'm, you, you are headed in the direction I was about to ask another question. Um, you know, we've talked about some serious things in marriage yeah. and relationships, but um, when people see like Christian marriages or pastoral family marriages, you know, what do pastoral families do? Do y'all couples just pray all the time? Y'all are real <laughs> yes. holy and you know serious <laughs> all the time. You know, what do y'all do for fun? And, you know, I really want to, you know, speak to those who, you know, maybe some of the joy has kind of faded from a relationship or kind of gotten to a rut. Like, what things do you do to kind of keep the marriage fun? Well, okay, you know what I'm saying? No, go ahead. No, so, so my wife, she suffers with um, the competition bug. So she's very competitive. You know, um, all right, yeah, we're both competitive. So <laughs> Play games like because you know we we have we have kids we have my daughter it's not like we can move around a whole bunch so we just we just we play a lot of games we get it in on Uno I mean you name it we we going we going at it like it's war <laughs> like it's serious you know um anybody that come we got we got Uno rules you know people oh, yeah. come to our house like 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 I mean we we get it in I think we 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 we, we um did we play y'all we play y'all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, play yeah. Out here. So, like, everybody you, come you over. Beat, you beat one of my my girls, man. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to bring you, that you up. Her spirit. <laughs> I, I wasn't. That's how she learned. That's how that was yeah, put in that school. That's yeah, how I taught her a good lesson. She needed somebody to beat her though, because she, <laughs> she's a gangster in my house. <laughs> so, so that that's some of the things that we do for fun. But I mean, I like to laugh. I'm laughing all the time. She's the more serious one. Like, I think, I think, I see comedy. I see laughed at everything like this right now like i have to hold back it's so much there is this i just i just love the laugh i love the laugh and, and, I, and I try to put my on said but i just love the laugh you know like to have a good time so um what do you think did yeah i mean i don't think there's like special things that like we do as a pastoral family. Cause, right? <laughs> right 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 <laughs> we we do the same things that I feel like, you know, all couples are doing. Um, no, no, they're not. They're I mean, not. well, <laughs> let me say that people, you know, I think we have, we get creative, you know, like we, the night we went out to eat and we were just leaving the, the restaurant and they had a pool table. So we stayed and played a couple games of pool, you know, right. so I think just always looking for opportunities because right. the main thing is just to know, like, there's, for one, those moments are so few and far between. So I think we've learned over the years that when we have them, it's yeah. like, what can we do? You know, mm -hmm. we've taken some date nights mm -hmm. and just gone to the beach and just like walk the whole boardwalk. And that's, you know, that didn't cost any money. There was a period mm -hmm. where we were trying to save money and budget. Like, what can we do? So we would go for walks, um, you know, or like he said, we would have Uno marathons and do best of sevens or, mm -hmm. you know, play chat. I mean, so just whatever we can do, depending on the season of life and, and what our goals are. Mm -hmm. um, but just being flexible, you know, yeah. I'm, like he said, he's more the silly one. I, I am. I don't like the word silly. Okay. You're funny. Yeah, like I like to that. laugh. Yeah, I, I like to laugh too, but in, if we have, I have to prioritize, I'm going to be serious and then I'm going to laugh. So, <laughs> You know, I think <laughs> get everything well, done first. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> right, right, right. Let's make a plan first and then I can relax. So, yeah. <laughs> so oftentimes if we can just wing it sometimes, it's like, what are we doing tonight? Like, I don't know. What do you want to do? You know, and it could be mm -hmm. Netflix. It could be a walk. It could be, 
if you ask me, let's vacuum the stairs. Like, let's spend some time together and clean the house. You know, not his favorite thing to do, but, wow. but we're fun. spending time together, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I heard you, you gave him some water the other day. Wow. <laughs> Wow. So, look, wow. I was trying wow. to, I thought it was working, Trevor. Wow. So, don't, don't, let, let me let me tell what happened. <laughs> we, we just got closure today, but right before this meeting, we just got closure. We, on did, this. we did not. Now, now, now uh, well, I did. So, so you, you're opening up the wound. You're opening up. My bad. Up. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, man. I'll sorry. go there. I'll go there. So, I'm watching the game, you know, doing what pastors do on a Saturday evening. You know, right. I'm watching the game. That's right. And, um, and uh, I guess the remote, I had the remote control on my hand. So I was like, hey, I'm done watching this game is over. It's a blowout. So I, I, I tossed it to my wife and it bounced off the couch and no. hit it in the foot, right? No. It didn't have, what happened? It didn't bounce. It, didn't, it hit you in the foot? It was like. Oh, see? <laughs> <laughs> it was like that. The, Carly. You, you just do that? It was like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, so so I I I accidentally the remote hit her hit her in the, in the in the leg. You know, I thought it in my mind it gently bounced off the couch and slowly rolled down and hit in the foot. But she said it hit in the leg, so she threw it back at me. She said, "Hey, why you throw that at me?" I'm like, "I didn't throw it at you." So naturally, I threw it right back. I'm like, come on. So we did playing. that for like five minutes. Yeah. So like, y'all stop playing. Why you play? Come on, we too old for this. Stop throwing water. So she act like she's gonna throw the water at me, right? I said, "Yeah, you better not." And she like kind of threw a little little water on me. I said, "What?" <laughs> I don't know if I should go back. So, anyways, um, so that's what happened. That's what happened. No, no. And then, Carlene, oh, you edit this out. Good. Then he took the uh, the Dr Pepper he had in his hand, and he like. Threw Dr. Pepper at me. No, no, don't do that. Don't Carlene, do that. We have a white it's, couch. It's, it, 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 <laughs> how, how much did Dr. Pepper? It was like a little, just a little drip. There's a little drip. That's it. Like a, like a little. That's it. Carlene, <laughs> I said, "Oh, you want to play? Let's play." So then I took the water bottle that's and poured one. it all over him. Just put it all mm. over. Wow. See, now you see Carlene's face. You see that? You see that? <laughs> So now she runs, she runs upstairs, right? She runs upstairs and she sends my 16 year old son down. He says, dad, mom just want to know. Uh, what, what, what did he say? I don't know. He said, mom just want to know, do, do you forgive her? Is, is, is it okay? Is, is, is it okay? Is everything okay? I'm like, yeah, everything is fine. Come on now. Like, what am I going to tell my 16-year-old show? No, I'm going to get your mom back. No, no. But don't go to, don't, don't sleep with both eyes closed. Sleep. It's just water. You, you open up, you it's open it water. back up. You no, but we, we have a lot, we have a lot of fun though. We have a lot of fun, you know. Yep. Um, and uh, you know, I won't recommend nobody do that. That can get ugly. <laughs> If you're not mature season, I <laughs> can turn ugly real quick. So I don't advise you anybody to um, play, the, play the water bottle game. Yeah, don't play that. Yeah. Yeah. But great question. Great question. That was good. That was, that was, that was lovely. I, I enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you for bringing that back up. I, I no, I was just asking what you guys did for fun. And I thought you told me that she gave you some water. So yeah. That's all I was okay. Doing. Then when she uh-huh. gave you a bottle of water. That's that's See, all. see you tell the preachers, you open up, and man, yeah, but it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. It's all it's good. Love, wow, buddy. wow. 
But this 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 is this is great. This is great. Mm-hmm. Now, did did you answer the question too? Did you answer no. the question? No, we didn't. All right. You had to answer yeah. the, the, the last one? No, the what um, you do. Yeah, what do you have? Yeah. I think most of ours tries to revolve around um having children go to Nana's house. <laughs> so right. um and the kids are gone. Yeah. And that could range from we stay here and just have a movie night or romantic evening or we just like Ebony said, you live there, gone to the beach more in the last couple of years. We went to museums, we, you know, just drive around, spend time out, go to jazz concert, um, comedy show, um, clean comedy show, um, and just enjoy, you know, the area and, you know, go see the cherry blossoms and just enjoy being out and free (laughs) and child free. Um, But then can just, you know, stay at home and just chill. I I like the, yeah, I'm more outdoors. You know, my wife is more indoors, but we still balance each other. So I just like getting outside. I like the fresh air. I like doing stuff. So, you know, especially when we can get the kids away, um, you know, we're, we're out in the park, you know, we're walking together, um, just enjoying that time, um, getting to talk, getting to connect, holding hands. Um, I mean, even just last, last Friday night, you know, um, it was a nice warm evening. So I like went outside to go do something and it was so nice. I was like, you know, pulled out the lawn chair, um, and we just hung outside and then, you know, Carly came out, we just ended up hanging outside, talking, laughing, all of that. So it's, again, what I, what I love about her is doing something, you know, on the beach somewhere in a foreign country, living it up by the grace of God, or if it is, you know, looking up at the stars, you know, um, in our backyard, you know, at nighttime. Um, I love it. Uh, I, that's, that's fun for me. And I'm glad that she is, you know, she has joined the team. You know, uh, she understood when we got married that a part of the contract covenant (laughs) was a diehard commitment. Um, Can y'all see it? (laughs) Anyway, so I mean, this is what this is how she got me, Kenan. This is how she got me when we were dating. um, She got me a gift, um, and when I opened up the gift, like my jaw dropped. She got me a gift of uh, framed pictures of Wilt Chamberlain. James Worthy, um, uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Kobe Bryant, and Magic Johnson. I'm looking at them right now in my office. So like when I got that, you know, um, from my girlfriend, like I remember when my boys saw it, they were like, yo, what are you waiting for? You got to marry her. I said, absolutely. He was like, she got the Laker love? I was like, for sure, for sure. So so anyway, um, that's the stuff I love about it. She makes herself interested in um, the things that I'm interested in. So um, we've had fun. We've gone to games, you know, from Philly to out um, in L.A., you know, Staples Center, different things like that, just to just enjoy, just to enjoy. And she is she's game. She's down for it. That's beautiful. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, preacher. Well, where we go from here, man? Um, Right. Well, I got one one more thing. So for couples that's that's watching, yeah, you know what's one thing that they could do this week, this week, 
this week for their marriage, what advice would you give them? You have, you have to give them one thing. What's one thing they could do for their marriage this week? What would you tell them? Yeah. Um, it sounds very simple, um, but I have learned the power of this. Um, and so now I said to everybody that I, you know, counsel and I've seen it in our own marriages, take the time to worship together. Um, you know, morning time, evening time, whatever time works best for you and your spouse and planet, or you can just close the door and just have some time to talk, to pray together, um, to read the word together, read a devotional together, uh, maybe sing or testify, you know, what you're grateful for, what you appreciate about each other um, and why you do it. And when you pray, you know, hold your spouse's hand um, when you pray. Um, that will like make like all the difference um, in the world. Worship like is one of the foundations um, that I've learned, you know, for being able to not just keep a marriage strong, but keep you through all of the, all to everything, the, the ups and downs, the highs and the lows and, and everything. So I'd encourage, take some time to worship this week and it will make the difference. Um, I definitely agree with that. Um, and I guess the other thing for me would be just finding a short, a small period, if you only have a small period of uninterrupted time, um, doesn't happen very often that we can talk for an hour with friends <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. but do what you have to do we to the kids. Um, have them pre preoccupied to just be able to have a conversation an uninterrupted conversation mm -hmm. well that's mm -hmm. great yeah well what about you guys what would you say to yes one thing to do this week would you tell I, I i probably would agree with carlene on like just finding some uninterrupted time um, and not necessarily be overly ambitious, like, you know, recognize whatever your situation is. But um, I know at one point when time was a premium, we would do 10 minutes of power, you know, and so 10 minutes, but it, you know, it matters because, you know, there's phases in life where you can go live in the same house and not be speaking to each other. But then also during that time to not have it be all business, you know, mm -hmm. like sometimes we're only talking about the stuff, right. right. Talking about the appointments, the groceries, right. you know, what needs to be done, what didn't mm -hmm. get done. So like right. five or 10 minutes, it's like got nothing to do with like any of those type of things. Um, and then trying to build, you know, build on that. So. Yeah, awesome, awesome. Well, you covered the uh, you covered the worship. You know, Carlene talked about that spending time. You know, my wife, uh, uh, same thing. So, if I could give a couple, tell them one thing that I would, I would add. So, just just um, add to your marriage date night. You know, you know, get that in there. You know, date your spouse, uh, court your spouse. You know, don't. Don't think, oh, that's all we did that. We've been there, done that. No, go back to that. So try to yeah. get a date in um, um, this week before this week is over. And, yeah. and just just, uh, just what, what, what everybody said, you know, I look at it when it, when it comes to marriage. <clears throat> this is for whoever's listening. When it comes to marriage, you know, you know, you heard it before, the whole love tank thing. You know, the, you have deposits. Um, all those type of things, whatever analogy you want to use, but sometimes our marriage could be at a deficit, mm -hmm. extreme deficit. 
And when you pour in, pour in more and more, you can hopefully get that deficit to a zero. Mm-hmm. And you keep pouring in and then the marriage can, you know, can be built up. Mm-hmm. So so for that husband that's white that's out there, like, man, I've been doing this. You no, know, keep trying. Just keep mm-hmm. pouring in, keep pouring in. You know, um, and um, God will turn it around. I believe that. Yeah, yeah. I, I thank you, preacher. I want to ask the ladies, um, Ebony and Carlene, what would you say, you know, to couples out there that may be having a hard time, maybe going in a difficult space? Um, what kind of hope or encouragement could you give to them? When I know plenty of couples in this space right this second. Um, this is real. And it's it's hard because I think there's some qualifiers, right? Like if if you know Jesus, then my advice is different than if you don't, right? But if I'm speaking from a place of like, you know, to another believer, it's 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 really, I mean, it's maybe cliche, but like, you know, pray like mm-hmm. literally mm-hmm. Yeah. um and and then from there just try to listen and 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 mm-hmm. evaluate you know like mm-hmm. what is the lord telling you like wh- what do you think is happening and sometimes you know taking some time to really just work on yourself because i know Ken mentioned this earlier like another person can't make you happy i mean they can but it's not their job And that's a hard pill to swallow, I think. But Mm -hmm. when you get to a place where you're not reliant on that and, you know, your help is truly coming from the Lord, I think it's it can change your perspective. I know that's been my testimony. You know, things were crazy rough at one point, I think, very early in our marriage and and that revelation is really what got me over the hump. Yeah. And I think that if I could tell somebody that very candidly, like, you know, if, if you're willing to, to consider yourself, um, even when you might be right, even when maybe it's not your fault, but like mm-hmm. um, as kind of a way to get through whatever it is you're going through. That's awesome. Awesome. That's real. That's real. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Ebony. I agree with that. Um, I think sometimes in order to heal the relationship, you have to kind of heal yourself. So sometimes the busyness and the demands of life can keep us in a space where we can't even absorb or, or or even deal with the other issues because um, running, running, running. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes it's helpful to just pump the brakes for yourself and rest, cancel the appointments, the meetings, the things that are drawing or are putting demands on you and just take a, a moment to be still and be quiet mm-hmm. and um, see 
if that can just help to put you in a frame of mind mm -hmm. to be able to then enter into the work of reconciliation mm -hmm. or even having a conversation because yeah. you you know you could be mad upset frustrated and sometimes it's just helpful to be still and be quiet mm -hmm. and tune out the other voices as helpful as some may be not helpful as others may be and just um listen to what the lord is saying um or what you are what you are hearing when you are quiet mm. and still. Mm. That's awesome. Mm. Thank you, babe. Powerful. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, and pre preach. I think this is awesome, man. Having the better halves here, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We have to do this. Some we more. need to do this weekly. Yeah, we have to do this. Some <laughs> more. <laughs> I know, but yeah, this has been great. Just thank you, thank you, Colleen, for sharing. Uh, thank you, my dear, for sharing. Definitely, you know, um, that's that was. I know this is going to be a blessing um, for for others, you know. And if there's somebody that's listening, if there's a couple out there and you think about getting married, as as Doctor Kinlock said, make sure get premarital counseling, you know. And then if you're a couple and you having some issues, don't be ashamed. Before it's too late, go see a counselor. You know, go see a marriage counselor. You know, get some help. It's strength. You show that you show strength when you That's admit right. that you need help. Mm -hmm. You know, so go ahead and go get some counseling. Yeah. You know, so I just want to encourage everyone um, to do that. Is yeah. anything anybody got anything else to say before we pray out? I love you guys. You <laughs> too. <long. laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, so yeah, let's go ahead and pray. And I just want to say, everyone that's listening, make sure you like, share, subscribe, do those three things. You know, we're on Colored Conversations. I know we're also on the Metro, uh, Facebook and YouTube as well. Go ahead and like, share, and subscribe. If you're on our podcast, make sure you leave a review to help us help us out. But Colored Conversations, share this with a couple. Share this with somebody. You know, you just never know. What's the worst thing they do? Not watch it, but just share with somebody. But let's let's go ahead and pray. Let's pray. Uh, Father God, we come to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, please forgive us for our sins. Please cleanse, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Lord, we just ask right now that you would just bless, um, bless Trevor, bless Carleen, bless their marriage. Uh, bless Kayla, bless Ava, just watch over and keep them, Lord. Lord, I pray that you would bless my wife. Uh, uh, my daughters, uh, Kiana and Amaya, my son Elijah, myself, Lord God, we just pray that you would protect us as well. And Lord God, we pray for all the married couples that's out there, Lord, those that are listening to this uh, to this video. We pray that you will bless them, Lord God. Please, Lord God, bless us. Keep them together. Keep us together, Lord. And I pray that we will just, just lean on you. So, so take us to new heights, Lord God, when it comes to our marriage. And we just thank you. We praise you, you in Jesus' name. Jesus Amen. 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 All right, everyone. Well, God bless. See you next time on Colored Conversations. God bless, everyone. God bless everybody. See you next time.